my job isn't bad. I don't mind it, but it's just not fulfilling. Yeah. Right. And I want to be able to do something I love and I care about. Then, you know, I be thinking like, damn, am I going to be a 40 year old man with a baby? Yeah. And I'm so late in life. Will I have multiple kids? So all these are like a lot of questions in my life is very, very, they're unanswered because I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, and anyone else who is here, my name is Dom Lamore, and you are listening to the Black Man Talking Emotions podcast. On today's episode, I speak with a friend of the show, my best friend, Chris Bates. We had a mental check-in, and also we spoke about having babies. I cannot stand the words, get over it. All of us are under some pressure to put our problems in the past tense. Slow down. Don't allow others to hurry your healing. It's a process. One that may take years. Occasionally, even a lifetime. And that's okay. I think I'm checking in at like a seven and a half. I've been doing a lot of work here in the city in Atlanta. Last night I went to an open mic and I had a really good time. And I get to play with some of the best people in the city. Something that I think I'm not sure if I talked about this on the pod before, but when I do these open mics, it kind of put me in this emotional whirlwind where I'm happy. I'm juiced up on the adrenaline right after the show. And then I get in my car and it's usually like a 40 minute ride home. And in that 40 minutes from being excited and happy, I go from cloud nine back to reality. And the reality is I'm, I'm performing, I'm moving around, I'm doing a lot, but I still have a lot of goals and a lot of things that I want to be doing. And mm-hmm. am I doing the right things? Am I meeting the right people? Am I using the right social media? Should I be on this new threads, pushing things out, making things happen? Or is Instagram the way? Or should I be back on Facebook or Snapchat? Like everything just kind of boils up. And I'm so pumped about what I did. I'm so pumped by the reception. Like so many people came up to me after I sang, was just like, you're incredible or you're this. And I hear this kind of stuff a lot. And I'm not saying that to, you know, butter my biscuit or anything, but it's something that I've heard over the years. One lady one time told me that I was the future of jazz music. She said that to me and I was like, yikes, that's, that's a hell of a compliment. And when I get to do these moments and I get to do this irregular thing, I get to get on the stage in front of a group of people. I get to sing and perform and people clap for me and they, they award me for this incredible whatever. Gift. And yeah, this gift. But then again, I leave and the world doesn't change. The world doesn't stop. People don't call. People aren't pushing me into the the spotlight. People aren't saying, hey, I, I discovered this kid. They're, they're treating me just like they should, a normal person. And 
I continue to second guess myself. I continue to push myself into this weird, I'm not doing the right stuff or I am doing the right stuff. Oh, I need to do this more. I need to do that more. And instead of me truly enjoying, like you said, my gift or these moments, I find myself in a sad place because of them. Instead of being pumped that I did so good, instead of being pumped that I was able to affect people, there was a moment where I was singing where in this bar, you can't hear anything because it's so loud. Every time I go in there, when people are singing, when people are performing, it's like hella loud. But while I was performing on the stage, I noticed I couldn't hear anyone talking. And some people, you know, you were in the zone. It was like, no, no, no. I, I came out of the zone and noticed no one was reacting or making sounds. So I looked up and everyone was looking at me. Everyone was staring directly at me. Everyone was quiet. I could hear the streets outside of the door. I could hear the cars. And I realized, oh, I got everyone's, like, listen, I got everyone's attention mm-hmm. for my performance, which is a moment that only performers, when you get in that place where you notice everything that you do is affecting each person in the room, it's so much fun and it's so special. And I had that moment and I was like, yo, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the best performers in Atlanta are in the room right now and they could be up here doing this. Instead, they're, they're listening to me and they're like blown away or I don't know, maybe they just were judging. I don't know. But after I got off the stage, I was very happy and everybody was so excited and pumped. And like I said, for me, I'm at a 7.5 where I still, I feel like everything is great. I feel like that was so dope. I'm so proud of myself for getting on stage. But that 2.5 to get me to that 10 is the second guessing. It is the me being nervous. It is the I'm not sure. It's the constant reminder of I do something so irregular that, you know, I go to a bar and say, I want to do a set here. And they look at me and they're like, we need people to perform. We do this every weekend, but we're not going to pay you what you're worth because, hey, if you don't do it, someone else will do it. You know, where are you at? I would say at a seven. Right. Yeah. I think the reason why I'm at a seven, it's just a lot of unknown things. Right. In my life. Right. I, I know I can be better. I know I'm meant to be better. But I just don't know where to put this better at, right? You like I know I could do great things. Like, why am I wasting my time working at the city of Richmond Heights when I have so much more to offer, right? I don't know. My brain sometimes just goes all over the place. And I have all these brilliant ideals and and it's hard for me to just stick to one. Like once I figure that out, I'm like, okay, well, I can do this and I can do that and I can do that. And it's just, I'm at like middle age, right? I'm at 35. So it's just like, is this what I'm going to be? I'm 35. I've been wanting a kid for the longest. I don't know about that. A lot of stuff that I, I want to do, I feel I can do, but I just don't know where to go. So I'll be at a seven most of the time because I'm like, I'm happy because I'm living, I'm breathing. I have great days or whatever, but it's just that uncertain of like, 
step out and do this. Believe in yourself enough that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. And then I'm always thinking I, I can't because I got so many other responsibilities that it ain't about me. And I always feel like in life, it's never been about me. It's always, if Chris want to quit Richmond Heights and start a landscaping business, cool. But then once I get there, something else takes priority over that. And then now I'm like forced to go back to, okay, getting up every day, going to work, which don't get me wrong. My job isn't bad. I don't mind it, but it's just not fulfilling. Yeah. Right. And I want to be able to do something that I love and I care about. And then, you know, I'd be thinking like, man, am I going to be a 40 year old man with a baby? Yeah. And I'm so late in life. Will I have multiple kids? So all these are like a lot of questions in my life is very, very, they're unanswered because I don't know. But I think a seven is good. Right. Yeah. I would say I do have teens. Right. I think today is going to be a teen. Like today may be a good, maybe a solid team. I ain't gonna lie because I, I got to talk to you today. We had a good conversation. It's Friday. It's nice outside. You know, so some days I do get my tens, but overall it'd be like a seven and I'm working on it. You know, I, I, I talk to my therapist about it or whatever and try to push forward and do better things and stuff like that. But I mean, for the most part, I'm here. I'm living. So that's where my head goes too. You know, I woke up this morning. I think about that so much. My grandma was real big on it's a blessing to wake up. And ever since I was younger, I've kept that in my head mm-hmm. because grandma was real big on that. It's a blessing to wake up. Also, have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior? Those are two things. <laughs> yeah, right. And every day, you know, people ask me, how are you doing? I was like, I really can't complain. Because I can't. Me and Adrian are going to go on date night tonight and get some ramen. I'm really excited about that. Tomorrow I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky, singing at a wedding. Hey, bring me back some bourbon. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, no, 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 don't tip me now. (laughs) But, you know, then next week I'll be in Dallas with my godmother and my mother, them doing Christmas in July. And all of us are going to be there. All of my siblings, all of my god siblings. All the nephews and nieces from the God family are going to be there. So it's a big deal. And I'm so excited. I, I get to try out my pre-TSA for the first time. So I'm pumped about that. I can't. That's the most it? old person. That, I ain't trying to wait in line no more. I'm sick of it. <laughs> All right. I've been sick of it. I was sick of it the first time. I was like, what are we? We got to wait here for two hours. I'm done. Wait, hold on. What airline do you fly through most of the time? Southwest usually. Okay. Here in Atlanta now, you know, like we do Delta. We're going to fly Delta to LA later this year um, when we go to Tokyo. So like we do Delta for certain things, but usually I'm Southwest. I get two bags, baby. I ain't playing around with these people. I ain't trying to spend all this extra money. Baby, you've got me tweaking every day and night. You got me singing about you, baby. All right. It's time we move next room i want to be your groom let's out that groom oh baby you make me so happy i'm like a child leaving school i want you to wrap me the boat is for you my only goal is to love you with more is there to choose i choose you i choose 
This is my tune, Baby You, from my very first album, Sweet Dreams. One of my favorite tunes, and just wanted to go back to the albums. This is something that you can actually find on all streaming platforms right now. So, go ahead and check it out. You can listen to all of my music on streaming platforms. You can check me out for more information at DonaldMoore.com, where you can get anything and everything Don Lamore. Before we go, okay, I got to ask you this, right? So, Chris having a baby, mm-hmm. you know I'm on my little, my little journey to have a kid. Between me and you, where you at? Baby-wise, where we at? I, I love this question from you because you, of all people, know just how against having kids I've always been. <laughs> right. That's why <laughs> so, I like, Most people who know me think like, oh, there's no way. But also... There was no way I was going to have a dog and look at me now, you know. Mm-hmm. So all things are possible. That That's the one thing. And I have clearly gotten to a place with us trying to have a kid where I'm ready, you know. Okay. Which I never thought I would be ready. Never thought I'd be like, oh, I'm ready. But like my guy, Ben Stevens, shout out. He'll be on the pod eventually. He is in the wedding band with me. I was like, so long, I just didn't want to have kids because I was nervous. I wouldn't be able to perform and this and that. He was like, look at me. I got four kids and I'm out here every weekend with you. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I didn't think. He's like, dude, the, when I had a kid, I started performing more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't even think that was possible. He's like, yeah, it, it is possible. You still have a life. Yeah. No matter what, your kid has a life. You have a life. You're going to live your life the way you can. Your family's going to support you when they can. And then I started to really sit down and think about my family supporting me. I know my mom was going to try to move out here to Georgia Mm -hmm. for a while to help out. I know my grandma, if I asked mommy to move in today so she could prep for it, she would. I know Adrian's parents are down the street. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Adrian's aunts around the corner. I understand Ryan, even my little brother Ryan. If I had a kid and I needed him to do something, he'll do it. You know what I'm saying? I know that. Hold on. And even Lil John. Lil John was just talking to my mama the other day. About how he's excited to be an uncle. Man, so Memorial Day, right? Yeah. I step over mama house or whatever. And you know what? I like to do this to her because she always trying to get everybody. So she'd tell me she got something going on. And she'd be like, but I know y'all busy. So I make it a point <laughs> to stop over there anyway. And I kick it with her too. I'll be over there longer than any other place I'd be over. Mm-hmm. But Memorial Day, Ryan literally was like, hey, man, you going to start bringing little babies around here. Mm-hmm. I said, Ryan, you have never asked me that. <laughs> you have never asked me that. What, 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 is, what, what is going on? Like, what is going on, right? Yeah. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, Ryan, I'm like, he low-key ready to be an uncle. Like, no, he because is. He's, he's never, Dominic, he's never said anything about kids. He literally said to me ambulance, like, oh, man, I can't wait for y'all to bring a kid around here. I'm like, all right, well, I'm like, all, all right. You be the first person I drop him off to since you're talking shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm that's, that's where my head is, though. Like, I'm starting to see that from everyone. And I think me getting married was the domino effect. Of course, I got married and Ashley got married. Other family members to talk about, they, they hopefully will get married eventually. And with the baby thing, like I said, me and Adrian have been kind of slowly but surely reading baby books, getting prepped for it. She's already doing 
some other stuff to prep for. And Tokyo is our last thing. Like the whole point of me wanting to like wait really was like, I want to be married for a little bit. I want to be able to enjoy each other's company. I want to be able to travel and not worry about having to deal with a kid or anything at the house. Granted, we got a dog anyway, even though that was part of that mental in my head where I was like, we don't need anything. Let's have nothing so we can just be together. But right. we still made it work. And getting to that place where the deadline's coming up and more and more and more, it's kind of like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And I remember like I had one ex-girlfriend who wanted to have kids before she was 27, wanted to be married before she was 30. And we had this discussion and I was real big on how I don't know where I'm going to be when I'm 27. Right. I might be in LA. I might be in London. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to live different places. I want to experience different places. She's like, but you're going to come back to St. Louis. And I was like, no, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. That point I could. And I eventually, at that point, because I was about to move to Chicago, I did come back to St. Louis for a little bit. Oh, you definitely did. So I was like, I, 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 I don't know. That's one point in my life I just hate. Yeah. It makes me cringe about that point of our relationship. It's like a lot of stuff that I'm getting older and I'm and being in therapy, it makes you just stop and think about certain stuff and it cringes me. It Like, to the T. I'm like, bro, he was going to move, but we were in prime age. Yeah. We were in our 20s. Yeah. I should have been kicking it hard with Dominique. And I was in the streets, too. When I look back home in St. Louis that second time, I was an adult. I was everywhere, dude. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I could, we should have been kicking it. Yeah. But anyway, that's just life and life be life. And so it, it is what it is. But you, you learn from the mistakes. And like I said, the relationship is still there. We still talk. Whenever I'm around, you're around. Whenever you're around, I'm around. So like it happens. And that's kind of the St. Louis effect. Like you said before, I was home and you was like, oh, well, he home. So I can see him whenever. And then I was gone and he was like, oh, shit. Oh, he's gone now. And it's like, I mean, that's how it happens when you're back in your comfortable place and your your little hub. It makes sense. And with the girl, like I said, it was that same feeling of in her head. She was like, we're going to do exactly what she had always dreamed she was going to do. And me personally, I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do because the dreams that I had are all over the place. Mm-hmm. I never had one dream. I never had a dream that I was going to settle down and do this, 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 and that. Never. I always was like, I could see myself living in London. I could see myself traveling Europe. I could see myself going to Tokyo and performing. I could see myself living in LA or New York. I don't care where I end up. I want to go everywhere, experience it, meet people, network, continue to build. That was my goal. Right. And so being with her in that scenario was like, well, we got to break up because no person like that is going to truly support what you're doing. No, they not. I mean, deep down they will, but it always comes to the surface, right? Yeah, always. It'll start when you're dealing with somebody who are kind of not on the same path. It's like this seesaw thing, right? She's support, 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 Dominique. And then when you get so high, now she starts saying, okay, you got to start supporting me. We're going to talk about a baby, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah. And so you still doing this. We're going to talk about a house. You're like, ah. You know what I'm saying? So now she feels like you, all the things that I supported over here, where you can get this high, you're not supporting me so I can get where you are. And that's where it happens. You know what I'm saying? And we were young, too. And the communication was off. 
the five love languages wasn't in our vocabulary yet. We didn't know how each other worked. So we didn't get to a place where we can communicate correctly to each other within our own languages. We didn't know how to talk to each other correctly. And boom, it it didn't work out. And that scenario, my mama would joke to ex-girlfriends after that. Uh, you need to put that baby down. Dominique could dump you because you're trying to have a baby. And I'm like, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to say that a lot. And I was like, mama, that's not cool because that's not why I broke up with the girl in the first place. It was, she wanted that. She wanted kids. She wanted a life like that, married. And and I wasn't ready for it yet. I was 23, 24, whatever. And now I'm 33, 34, 10 years later. And it's like, okay, I've experienced all of these places. I've lived more places than anyone in my family has ever lived. Most families, they live in one place and they stick to it. I've right. lived in multiple places. I've experienced multiple things. I'm about to go to flipping Asia this year. I've been to Europe. I've seen things that I never thought I would see. I always thought I would be stuck in St. Louis. And I wasn't going to allow that to happen. Right. Now I'm in a place now where I'm meeting people in my genre who are doing what I love, making money doing what I love, and they're continuing to grow. And they have kids. And I'm like, oh, it's possible. I needed to experience life so that I could get to the place where I can meet the people that I met so that I can know, oh, my God, what I'm doing is possible with kids. Because I didn't believe it was possible with kids. I always wanted kids. Yeah. I wanted maybe two. You know, I don't want no three and four. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't. <laughs> you were in Atlanta. So was Chris. Or you were in L.A. Chris was in Atlanta. And I do consider y'all to be like my best friends right yeah, of course top tier like you know this is i got you i got chris right and but then i also was in st louis so i had you know drew and then vernon all these other people they started having kids and they having kids at 27 i'm just here like all right i want a kid but shit's not clicking so then i i get to a point where i'm like man when i finally have a kid i'm not gonna have Nobody to call and be like, "Hey, man, these kids crazy." I'm finna, hey, I'm, I think I'm finna come down to Atlanta for for a weekend, maybe extend the weekend for the the kids can play. Right? Chris didn't when he moved back. He didn't have. I I know he talked about having kids, but he never gave me the, you know, the the, the thing like, yeah, we gonna whatever it takes to have a kid. That's what we gonna do. See, in my mind, that's I I was cool with it because I knew. Valencia, you know my wife. Yeah. She's a different type of woman. So she was going to make sure whatever we had to do, she's going to plan it and she's going to make sure we can have a kid. But I got to a point where I'm like, man, if I had a kid right now, if, the, if like just say if Valencia was pregnant or whatever, like this before Chris and you start, start talking about a kid. I was like, man, I'm going to be here. I ain't going to have nobody to really talk to because yeah. all these niggas didn't have their kids like four and five. Right. So I'm just in this this new fatherhood at 34, 35 with nobody to even talk to. That's why I'm so excited about Chris. Right. Because I'm like, Chris may be different, but at least I would have somebody be like, whoo, these kids, something else. Right. And he'll understand because he my age. He had his kid at the same age. When you have your kid, I can call and say, hey, whoo. And I felt like I, I got like I got somebody. When it comes to like having kids and being married with a spouse, we're in that same bubble. And that's kind of where I'm kind of excited and I can't wait to actually start the process. Hopefully it goes well and finally be able to tell you, hey, Uncle Dom, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to be able to do that. I think that's why I'm more excited about 
the process. You know, I told you about IVF, how hard it was and stuff like that or whatever. And just understanding what's going on now. You and Chris give me a little bit more courage, make me a little bit more like, okay, cool. Like I got my dogs, my yeah. day ones. They they ride along with me. You know what I'm saying? They gonna next thing you know, Dominique gonna be calling me, say, hey man, hey, you know, Adrian pregnant. And I'm gonna be able to be like, oh, I got another yeah. baby. And you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm at. Cause I know I called you a couple of days ago and I was damn near in tears about this IVF stuff. Yeah. Now I'm hearing Chris and then now you talking about kids and prepping and you know, and stuff like that or whatever. I can't wait to spend Christmases with y'all. I know I'm going to spend it with you. That's going to be crazy, dude. Think about that. Like, just thinking about how our family gets down. I'm 33, 34. Christmas is still the most important time of the year to me. You know, Christmas is going to happen eventually, and I'm going to be a father giving a kid a gift or gifts. And, like, even my mom was like, you know, we're going to get older, and traditions are going to change. And I'm like, that's crazy to even imagine i'm not i'm not ready for that but even then, I'm, I'm not, not sure what to expect because i don't know maybe they might just stay the same and just be an additional bar to and i don't know it's just that's so crazy to think about it just man it's just sometimes man like i just get emotional about it because like we was talking about it on july the 4th and she would just be saying like little stuff like Oh, yeah, when you and Dominique had kids, we won't be able to, like, we'll have to start, our vacation's going to hit a little different. We'll be going to water parks, and I can't wait to see what 2024 brings. That's when I'll be at a 10, because that's all the stuff that really makes me happy. Mama talking about, well, if y'all, like, if y'all have a kid in that time frame, just, y'all have to bring the babies with you. I was like, I'm like, who going to watch it? And then mommy was like, oh, I watch the kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just, that would be my teens. Like, all right, cool. I am like thankful that I got my two best friends that's not in the same boat. Because Chris the only one that's about to have a kid. But we slowly getting there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's going to be nice, man. It's going to be a good time, man. I want to thank you for listening to the Black Man Talking Emotions podcast. The opening quote credit goes to Bo Taplin. And shout out to Chris for being on the pod. Follow Chris at C-H-R-I-S-E-L-B underscore 88 on Instagram. Please subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast. And give us a good rating. Five stars, please. And thank you. You can support the show by clicking the link at the bottom of the episode description. Also, tell me your stories about these subjects at D-O-M-L underscore A-M-O-U-R on Instagram or at DomLamore.com. I'm Dom Lamore. Much love.